Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Make sure to go to TimCast.com. Click join us and become a member to support this podcast and all the work we do, and you'll get access to exclusive uncensored segments from TimCast IRL and way more. Now, let's jump into the first story. Yesterday, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas declared the Biden administration to be in violation of the Constitution, Joe Biden to be in violation of his oath, and the federal government to be in violation of the law. And for this, he has asserted the right to the jurisdiction on the international border. Following a Supreme Court ruling that the feds could remove border barriers, the Texas National Guard deployed more razor wire on the border, and Governor Greg Abbott asserted his right to expand his operation. Following this, several states have begun lining up alongside Texas, voicing their support for what Greg Abbott is doing. Florida has actually sent personnel and assistance. Some other states have done the same. It's hard to collect all of the most up-to-date information as right now, more individuals are starting to line up in defense of Texas. This is quite possibly the most serious constitutional crisis this country has seen since the Civil War. I know a lot of people talk about, could there be a civil war? Would there be a civil war? And what we're seeing right now, I would describe as Fort Sumter-esque. There's a lot to break down. Far leftists are calling for the feds to assert their authority by force. You've got Democrat politicians demanding the Biden administration seek to federalize the Texas National Guard, stripping them of their authority and their right to defend their own border. Leftists are letting the mask slip, saying that this is chaos and we must allow illegal activity in the United States. Well, I'm glad they're doing it, to be completely honest. We've got some tweets to show you because regular people are aware that this is a crisis. Democrats in major cities view the migrant situation as a serious crisis. So when the far left personalities come out in defense of this, when the Biden administration comes out in defense of one of the largest human smuggling operations, nay, when the Biden administration is found to be complicit in facilitating human smuggling operations, regular people can see exactly what's happening. Now, I've been asked many times over the past several years, as I've discussed the possibility of civil war. What do you think is going to be a bunch of armed soldiers from the states fighting with the federal government? That'll never happen. I got to be honest. I agreed with that. This is what's fascinating. Several years ago, when the prospect of civil war began to emerge due to the street violence and what we would describe as civil strife, I said, no, I think it would be more like Syria. Factions emerge, eschew the authority of the established or a government and begin to police their own areas. The feds would have a choice of what areas they try to secure. But much more like Syria, you will get a dozen different factions and they're all going to be fighting each other. This idea that you'll have a north and a south is absurd. That's that was due to sovereign states aligning with each other, more akin to Europe going to war with each other than anything else. An actual civil war. Well, these look like, let's say you're in New York City 
an actual civil war, you'd have upstate New York and the, the jurisdictions just north of the city vowing allegiance to one group, pockets of Manhattan to another group. There would be fighting everywhere. The idea that you would just have a, an entire state aligned perfectly, that's silly. And so what I'm looking at is political factions on the rise. And I was told several years ago, it'll never happen because the security apparatus, the deep state, will never allow that kind of violence to escalate. And my response to these individuals was, what happens when the people in the federal government begin to align with one of the factions? And that's exactly what we've seen. I hate to say it, but I've, I've not made broad predictions like on this day, this thing will happen. I've said, hey, man, if A happens, then B happens. And where are we now? The federal government has, of course, aligned itself with the far left. They have weaponized the DOJ against Trump supporters. While several years ago, we saw far left extremists attacking Trump supporters in the street. We are now seeing the federal government seeking to destroy the lives of Trump supporters. We learned that they were spying on individuals bank accounts for buying the Bible for purchasing certain items, specifically targeting the right. Now, I know, I know the federal government had targeted the Tea Party with the IRS a long time ago, and these things have been happening. But we're now at the point where the Biden administration is aligned, has provided financial resources to far left extremists, and now are aligned with the communists, I'm not mincing words, who are advocating for the destruction of the southern border. Regular Americans and the American voter base are not for this. Where are we now? A state has asserted sovereignty has asserted supremacy over an international border. Now, the Constitution actually does give the jurisdiction to the federal government on international issues. But for this, it must protect states from invasion. The Biden administration is actively facilitating the invasion. Agents of the Customs and Border Protection Agency are engaged in one of the largest human smuggling operations we have ever seen. With smiles on their faces, these CBP agents are committing egregious crimes against humanity. Greg Abbott says enough. So I was asked, do you really think that you would have armed soldiers? And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Wow. Here we are. My friends, videos are emerging of the Texas National Guard being deployed. Armed soldiers have been deployed to resist federal agents. This is the beginning of armed conflict between a state and the federal government. And now we have many states, and I'll show you all their statements, lining up to support Texas. Now, voicing support, it means very little. Well, civil war is trending on Twitter right now, and many people are saying things like, oh boy, here it goes. I made the joke, it's the rise of the neo-Confederacy. Some leftists are saying, these southern states, and South Dakota is one of those states too, that's pretty far north. I don't think the voicing of support means very much, if at all. Now, Florida sending material support and personnel that's something. That'll be interesting. But things are starting to heat up, my friends. And I don't know where this goes. I can tell you that if the federal government wants to assert its authority, and it needs to, it will need to deploy armed soldiers to combat Texas National Guard. That doesn't mean physical combat. I'm not saying they need to go there and fight people. I'm saying they will need an opposing militarized force to assert their authority over this jurisdiction. If the Biden administration says, okay, we, we can't escalate this, it's over. Texas wins. Texas continues its operation and the border is secure. 
If the federal government wants to avoid looking weak and make sure that its authority is respected in this country, they're going to have to deploy military. Some of the some of the things that we're seeing from the far left would imply that the federal government would would have to declare insurrection and then send the military U.S. Army to Texas or perhaps federalized National Guard from another state in order to enforce their will, which is to engage in human smuggling. These people are evil. These are possibilities, but I don't know for sure exactly how it goes down. The safest way out for us probably is the Biden administration just backs down and gives up and loses. But the risk there is it further erodes and to an extreme degree, federal authority, in which case more and more states will begin to act independently. Some people are for this. They say federalism, the states can do their thing. But it is supposed to be a union of states where the federal government protects our international borders. They're not doing that. Right now, a, a strike has already hit the federal government in terms of their capabilities. If Biden backs down, the federal government is just substantially weakened. Maybe that's the play. Donald Trump will win, but no one will respect anything the federal government does, and they will be viewed as impotent. Or maybe Joe Biden's play is mass human smuggling to destroy the fabric of this country, knowing full well what it means. Joe Biden himself said this in an unearthed video from 2007, that unchecked illegal immigration turns your cities to dirt. So he knows. We know for sure. And I'll play the video for you. Joe Biden knows exactly what he's doing with this human smuggling operation. And I will stress this as we get into the news. Each and every one of these CBP agents, I will do everything in my power to advocate for your imprisonment, that you will be criminally charged and that we all watch as you, you go through the perp walk. I want to see each and every 19 year old, 24 year old, 30 year old, I don't care. You're a CBP agent on the border. You're bringing these people in, putting them in cars and driving them to their their destinations. You're a human smuggler. And I look forward to the day you are on trial in Nuremberg style saying I was just following orders. No, I'm not saying what's happening right now is as bad as what happened in World War II in the Holocaust. That's not my point. My point is you will not hide behind a badge saying I was told to commit a crime and get away with it. I'm going to make sure that I do everything I can to make sure you, CBP agents, spend your life in prison. I look forward to the day when the police come to your home, knock on the door with a warrant, and you say, what's this all about? And they say, sir, step outside. And your children are crying and your wife is screaming, no, no. And you say, all, all I did was smuggle humans. All I did was commit human atrocities. And we'll say, yeah, you think you're going to get any lenience from those of us, the majority of this country, those who believe in the law, you are a psychopath. Mark my words, CBP agents. I will request criminal referrals. Legal criminal action be held against you. You will get your day in court and the whole world gets to see your justification for being a human smuggler committing atrocities. Atrocities. Now, let's be real. It's not the worst but it is on the scale of atrocity, engaging in human smuggling operations, enticing children to cross rivers and die, dangling things they can't have in front of them, laughing and encouraging them to kill themselves crossing the desert. It's not as bad as some of the things we've seen throughout history, but it's one of one of the worst. I hope to see you behind bars. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get into the news and I'll start breaking things down for you. Greg Abbott uses Supreme Law of Texas to give soldiers power over Biden. This is heating up. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has declared the state's right to self-defense, using the supreme law of the land to give soldiers power over President Joe Biden on immigration and the U.S.-Mexico border. He issued a statement on Wednesday criticizing Biden for violating his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Vice.com. Extremists call for civil war and secession over Texas border ruling. Oh, yeah. You see, Texas has already long been pushing for such a thing. The Texit movement. Greg Abbott issued this statement. It is not taking things lightly. He says, despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas's demands that he perform his constitutional duties. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry. President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal points of entry along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. He goes on to mention points of the Constitution that Joe Biden has violated and his authority. Many people have lined up behind him. Some are calling for Texas independence. I'd like to show you some of these uh, uh, posts here. And uh, let's see here. We've got the Utah governor, Spencer J. Cox. The border is a disaster that continues to spiral out of control, both in terms of people and deadly fentanyl traffic. This is not a partisan issue. This is a national security issue. This is a common sense issue. This is an American issue. Utah thanks Texas and Governor Abbott for stepping up where the Biden administration has failed over and over again. Brian Kemp of Georgia. Enough is enough. Our southern border is in crisis thanks to the Biden administration's refusal to do their job. Greg Abbott and the state of Texas have our full support. Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Virginia stands with Texas. Greg Abbott is doing the job Joe Biden and his border saw refuse to do to secure our border. The Biden administration has turned every state into a border state. We must stop the flow of fentanyl, save lives, and secure our southern border. Greg Gianforte. Governor Greg Abbott is doing what POTUS won't. By refusing to act, President Biden is inviting cartels, illegal drugs, and human trafficking into the United States. We must secure the southern border. Now, this wasn't as direct as the other statements. This is Montana, of course, where others said directly, we stand with you. Greg just asserted that they agree with what Texas is doing. Christy Nome of South Dakota. Greg Abbott is exactly right to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend itself. The Biden administration has created a national security crisis and put Americans in danger. Their failure is an unconstitutional dereliction of duty. South Dakota has been proud to help Governor Abbott's efforts to secure our border. We have Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma. 
tweeting, Oklahoma stands with Texas. Jim Justice of West Virginia. We have a terrible crisis at the southern border. The Biden administration has turned every state into a border state. We must stop the flow of fentanyl, human trafficking and criminal activity and secure our border. We support Greg Abbott and the state of Texas. And I believe uh, in this tweet from Indian Bronson, he says, here are the American states which have lent their support to Texas or even provided assistance. Now, this is not every single state, but we did go through these. This doesn't include West Virginia. I'm hearing rumors uh, uh, murmuring, and it's probably you know factual at this point. I don't know. I haven't been able to fact check. Alabama has also provided their support. But here's where we are. Tara Bull on, on X, she is a uh, Spaces host, says these states have stepped up their support. Arkansas, Florida, Iowa, Idaho, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. I've not seen any of those other states other than the ones that I've mentioned. So I'm not I'm not positive, but these are the messages that we are seeing. And now, my friends, if this escalates and I don't see why it wouldn't, please provide me with any logical argument as to why any faction backs down. We are we are we are separated right now. From here to civil war, we are separated by the thinnest of veneer. A sheet of tissue paper is separating us with from civil war. And I'll tell you why I say that. Joaquin Castro, Rep. Kesar. Castro says, Governor Greg Abbott is using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border. Chaos. That's a lie. He says, if Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard now. Rep. Kesar says, I agree with Joaquin Castro. If Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard. Democrats are calling on Biden to seize the authority over the Texas National Guard. Where, where, does, where, where do we go from there? Now, Marco Rubio's response is members of Congress who demanded the National Guard come to D.C. to protect them after January 6th now demand Biden stop Texas from using the National Guard to protect Texas. Interesting response. What happens if Joe Biden declares he will be federalizing the National Guard and for all servicemen and women in the Texas National Guard, they will report to the U.S.? Well, posse comitatus. You can't do that. You cannot use federal uh, uh, military for civilian law enforcement, which puts us in an interesting bind. It has happened before where the federal government has taken over a National Guard in order to enforce civilian laws. It requires more than just a presidential decree, but we will see at this point. I don't know where this goes. The question becomes, if there is an attempt to nationalize, to federalize the National Guard, sorry, the federalize the National Guard. Who will the guardsmen side with? I don't know. The question is, where are these these uh, uh, young men and, women, men and women from? Are they from Texas? I'd imagine they are. And, uh, you know, Phil Labonte was mentioning, yeah, but they're, they're trained at other army bases. That, that That's meaningless. Many of those who fought in, in the Civil War, the, the, the high ranking officers, the leaders, the generals, they were trained at West Point in New York. But when it came down to it, there's actually some letters you can read from like, uh, uh, I think, Jackson and Lee. I, I forget 
who actually wrote it. But there was I was I was I was wondering how it is. You could have someone who is a union high ranking officer trained at West Point decide to 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 join the secession and fight on behalf of a, a, a southern state. And it's really simple. They said, that's where I live. That's where my family's from. We are facing an interesting crisis now. Because we we're more of a we're not so much just about the state we're from. You know, back then before the Civil War, your state was your state. You didn't you weren't born in Virginia and then on, typically moved to a different state. But one thing I think people need to realize, 80 to 90 percent of the peop- of people in this country die within, what is it, 50 miles of the place they were born. And that's a question that needs to be asked. If Joe Biden says to Texas, you now report to me and you will remove that razor wire. What happens? Well, I'll give you a few principal scenarios. Of course, anything could happen. First, the Texas National Guard says, okay. And Greg Abbott says the National Guard has been seized by the federal authorities, by the federal government, and are now under their jurisdiction, and we have no control. The Texas National Guard then destroy the the border barriers and allow the human smuggling operation to continue. Where we go after that, I don't know. Another scenario, the Texas National Guard says, F you to Joe Biden. High ranking officers in the Texas National Guard instruct their men, do not obey Joe Biden. He does not have the authority here. The young men and women simply say, okay, just tell us what to do. Or we agree and they cheer. And standoff remains. Joe Biden perhaps then declares insurrection, deploys military, and congratulations, the states are now fighting the federal government. I don't know. One possibility as well. Joe Biden makes an attempt to federalize the National Guard, and the National Guard of Texas is split, with some being loyal to Greg Abbott and to their home state, and others saying, we cannot allow this country to be torn apart. I don't know what happens. I can tell you this. When all is said and done, the good guys win. I mean, many people point out the Norm Macdonald joke where he says, I was reading a history book and hey, great thing. You know, the good guys have won every single time. So it's a good point to be made. History is written by the victors. But I will tell you in this regard. Joe Biden is not on the right side of history here. He is committing human atrocities. Perhaps the lowest level, the high level being like outright genocide, but to a low level, human smuggling operations en masse, which are resulting in crisis, catastrophe, dehydration, starvation, filth, disease. People are dying in the desert, dying in rivers. As Greg Abbott points out, there's legal points of entry they could come to that are safe. Joe Biden is engaged in. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the largest human smuggling operations we've seen. Yeah, I gotta be honest. It's typically not people like that that win. It is typically those that believe in law and order and, and compassion that win. There is no compassion for tricking people into coming to this country in dangerous ways where they die and then sending them to concentration camps 
I want to make this point. People get mad when I say concentration camp, but I don't know what other word to use. I understand the, the connotations because of World War II. Concentration camp does not mean prison, death, or work camp. It's a reference to when you take a large group of people and place them in a camp, concentrating them in a single area. Because of what Hitler did, concentration camp colloquially means death camp. What the Biden administration is doing and what Democrats are doing is proposing the construction of camps to hold and detain these migrants. New York has already, I believe, they've put in place a, 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 a curfew for these people. When you begin to shuffle these people in through the border illegally, lying to them, putting them at great risk, and then propose camps to encapsulate, encapsulate them and restrict their movement. We can call it an internment camp if you'd like. I don't see someone like that winning this one. I want to pull up uh, a video of Joe Biden. Let me uh, pull up my Twitter here and see if I have this. Uh, this this video is right here. End Wokeness posted this. And I want to play this for you. Uh, now. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed a similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing law. So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You, okay. Would no. They turn to dirt. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He knows exactly what's going on right now. Joe Biden is aware that by allowing these people to come in the way he is, he will turn these cities to dirt. He knows. This was 2007. Joe Biden is intentionally destroying our cities and ripping this country apart and committing a human atrocity to do it. He is a, 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 an evil man. With all of these states lining up, I wonder where we go. I don't know. I can tell you two things, though. Shout out to our good friend Vosh, far leftist, extremist, communist. He says, a constitutional crisis being employed for political theater. If Biden doesn't put a stop to this, it will be a sign of incredible weakness and an invitation for lawlessness from other Republican governors. I appreciate statements like this, and I encourage people to share these statements. Ian Crossland was talking about how he went to his parents. They're, they're fairly normies. He describes them. He says they watch MSNBC and they were shocked over the immigration issue. And he talked to them. They said it's a, it's a disaster. It's a catastrophe. You see, Vosh is a communist, and his intention is the destruction of this country, the fabric of this country. This is why, I mean, I mean, they support Palestine. They hate Israel. You don't have to. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that every single person who does wants to destroy the United States, but it is a component in a bigger picture of people who hate the United States and want to see it destroyed. Now, to be fair, I understand there are certainly some people who love this country, want to see its borders enforced and are isolationist and don't like what Israel is doing. 
I don't want to get into whole, all of that debate. But Vosh typically takes the stance, anything destructive to the United States interests is a good thing. Right now, he's lying. A constitutional crisis being employed for political theater, as if to imply that Greg Abbott has no real reason to try and enforce border laws. Okay, well, New York's complaining about it. Chicago is complaining about it. Texas is complaining about it. Florida is. All these other states. They're all taking this crisis seriously as it is causing harm. Chicago is putting illegal immigrants in the airport. Many airports are now housing illegal immigrants. In Chicago, they proposed building internment camps. That's right. And there was uproar. And so they canceled the project. When you have a Democrat mayor saying we're gonna have to build a concentration camp for illegal criminal aliens, pretty sure it's not theater when someone says this must stop. The reason Vosh says this, he wants the crisis to happen. He wants the country to be ripped apart. Joe Biden is in violation of the law. There's no question. Crossing the border illegally is a crime. These people must be detained or repelled. In fact, in Texas, they've already drafted and signed a law asserting it is illegal to do this, despite the fact it's already federally illegal. Customs and border agents are committing crimes. They're in violation of federal law. They don't care. Lawlessness is what Joe Biden is doing. But I appreciate this tweet from Vosh because you show this to a regular normie or a default liberal watching MSNBC. And this helps expose what the left really is. They want this crisis. They want it to get worse. The problems you're experiencing, Chicago Democrats, they want it to get worse. If you want to resist this and make it stop, I'm not going to tell you to vote for Trump, but I'll certainly show you. You vote for Joe Biden, you will get more and it will get worse. So perhaps, perhaps civil war then. And surprisingly, it looks like we are at the, the point where you may actually get you may actually get armed soldiers in active conflict with federal federal agents. I want to stress this point, my friends. Right now, we are currently in a position of armed conflict between the states and the federal government. Understand, conflict does not imply combat. Conflict. Two armed forces are butting heads and asserting authority over one jurisdiction. It is phase one of armed conflict. I'll put it this way. Some people just never want to accept it. They say, no, 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 we're not there. We're not there. Let me know when, when a shot is fired. Right now, there are armed soldiers pushing out and repelling armed federal agents. What do you call it when two armed factions are fighting over one piece of territory? It's armed conflict. I didn't say it's active combat. Understanding that this is like basically the lowest degree of it. Yeah. Texas deployed armed soldiers to repel federal agents. If the federal government responds in kind, you may still not get active combat, but it is armed conflict in the lowest possible degree. I pray it does not escalate. I hope the Biden administration begins to work with Texas to repel the invaders and the criminals. And I hope they begin deporting these people. But it's clear, it's plain as day. The Biden administration knows what they're doing. They want more of it. And they'll continue doing it. 
What I fear is the most likely outcome here. Joe Biden, the the, the White House, the federal government will make attempts to either federalize the National Guard of Texas or declare some kind of insurrection and deploy U.S. military to assert control over the border. What would happen if Biden invokes the Insurrection Act, sends U.S. Army to open up the border and allow people in? I wonder how many American enlisted in the army would say, yeah, I would like to be a human smuggler. So let me make this point clear to each and every one of you. And I hope you share this message. If you assist or have assisted Joe Biden in committing crimes against humanity, operating a human smuggling operation. Next year. You will find yourself in prison. Your badge will not protect you. Your rank will not protect you. You commit a crime, we will seek accountability. So those of you who are engaged in human smuggling and crimes against humanity, CBP agents, and anyone considering supporting that criminal operation, you better pray that evil wins. Because when the good guys win, we will seek accountability. We will put you on trial. Your crimes will be seen. And your family members will ask you, why were you a human smuggler? Well, I was told to do it, you'll say. Wow. Heck of an excuse. To each and every one of these CBP agents, I don't care where you're operating out of. We've got a facility down the road here in West Virginia. I'll tell you this. If I was governor of West Virginia, oh boy, is why I'll never be in office and why I shouldn't be. Maybe I should. I don't know. If I was the governor of West Virginia, I would immediately call on my AG. If I was the AG, I would immediately seek a warrant to raid the CBP facility, searching for evidence, communications of criminal activity pertaining to human smuggling operations. Customs and Border Protection are receiving orders. These men on the border are engaged in in a criminal action, criminal activity, crimes against humanity. I don't care where your facility is. It's the same organization. And I think the videos of the southern border are more than enough to get a warrant to send West, West, uh, state troopers, West Virginia police to the CBP facility to begin going through and searching for evidence pertaining to the crimes we know they're already committing. I want to make sure that everybody knows that. Because the only reason this is this happening is because the spineless cowards in Customs and Border Protection are doing it. Because weak men think to themselves, no one will ever hold me accountable. Well, I'll make sure we do to the best of my abilities. And what does that mean? A criminal referral, an investigation. Many of these people probably will not be criminally charged. But there's video of these guys. I watched you load these, these criminal aliens into a vehicle and transport them illegally. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We can watch the videos of it. Was that you? Well, I'll tell you, repent now. Come out. Assist uh, the good guys in stopping the crimes against humanity. And I can respect that. But there are agents to this day on the border actively facilitating atrocities. No sympathy. I'll leave it there. Next segment is coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all then. I knew the moment this story broke that upon hearing it, many of you would cry. Tears of joy. The corporate media ecosystem is in free fall. Taylor Lorenz is going viral for a post she made on TikTok where she goes over how, oh, so many people just lost their jobs in the corporate press. Ladies and gentlemen, the list is massive. Yo, I mean, you got Time Magazine, you got Business Insider, you got the LA Times. You know what was the craziest thing about this? My friends, I have done many a segment talking about media layoffs because they've been in trouble for a long time. But the most shocking thing that I heard Taylor Lorenz say, one of the most important points she made, is that the LA Times has laid off its DC newsroom in an election year. If you want to sign that the corporate press is dead or on the verge of death, it is when a newsroom shuts down its DC office in an election year. I've had a lot of conversations about business deals and sponsorships and things like that. And the one thing we always talk about is ad rates, sponsorships, any of that is way more expensive every four years. Why? Elections. What happens is big, uh, uh, you, know, you, you get mass spending from political campaigns, which results in a news cycle based upon elections. Everyone starts hearing ads everywhere. They start seeing ads everywhere. They start seeing billboards and they start getting. And, and of course, they're concerned about politics. So it just takes over for the election season. All of a sudden, everyone's getting way more views, way more traffic. And they say, listen, where we normally charged X, now we're getting twice the views. It's going to cost you X times two. Yo, the L.A. Times has gotten rid of their D.C. office in an election year. Oh, ha. In the meantime, they're bringing Jon Stewart back to The Daily Show. And I love this one because I think it was like Newsweek. They wrote, can Jon Stewart save The Daily Show? And of course, Betteridge's laws of headlines would state that any headline that is end, ends in a question could be answered with the word no. Hold on. Here's a story from Zero Hedge. The entire journalism industry is in free fall. My friends, soak in the schadenfreude. Taylor Lorenz vlogs the death of MSM as BuzzFeed insider and vice jettison assets. Corporate media is on life support. This is from Zero Edge. Driven to cut costs by sagging ad revenues and waning appetite for propaganda, layoffs and restructurings are happening all over. Earlier this week, the LA Times laid off 120 employees around 20% of its newsrooms. My friends, do you feel it? Do you feel the glory? We're winning. We are winning. Head over to TimCast.com. Click join us to join us. Become a member. Ten bucks a month. You can also give more if you'd like. 
And you get access to our Discord server. We also have the VIP portion of the Discord server, the Elite Club. Let me, let me, let me talk about this, and then I want to show you. Oh, oh, so much. 2023 was the worst year for the news business since the pandemic, says Pointer. You know why Timcast is here? Because you guys are members. That, that really is the reason. The entire operation, almost the entirety of it, is, is it's basically because of Timcast.com members. You can join our Discord server, hang out with like-minded individuals, watch the Timcast IRL Uncensored shows, check out the documentaries. We have two up so far, as well as Cast Castle, which is just silliness, which uh, we do silly things. And we've got more coming. A physical club should be open possibly in a couple of months in Martinsburg, West Virginia. And you see, we actually have been hiring people. We've been expanding. We have 42 employees. The company is on an upward trajectory. You see, the news business isn't in trouble. The propaganda machine is in trouble. Steven Crowder seems to be doing pretty well. Tucker Carlson seems to be doing pretty well. Timcast is doing remarkably well. SCNR.com, an affiliated newsroom, separate company, seems to be doing rather well. So how is it that these companies are collapsing? I will tell you, my friends. It's because you, as regular sane individuals, don't want to be lied to. You know what I love the most about uh, TimCast.com members? The people who argue with me in the Discord and the, in the members-only portion of the show, who disagree with me, but say the reason why I'm a member is because you're not going to lie to me. That we're going to have an argument, and if we disagree, you'll be passionate, I'll be passionate. I respect tremendously the people who watch my content and watch my show knowing we do not agree. But that's the thing. Do you want to live in the bubble world of the corporate press where they lie to you and whisper sweet nothings into your ears? Now, to be honest, they're lying and often it's offensive, but some people just want to be lulled to sleep to, to pretend like all of their problems don't exist and someone else is to blame. Those greedy capitalists. Now nah, you come here and I'll tell you what I think and you may not agree, but of course, here's the best part. You can watch Tick, Sex and Hammer if you'd like. You can watch Steven Crowder. You can watch Tim Cast IRL. You can watch Alex Stein. You'll get a different view, but none of us are going to lie about the facts. Steven Crowder may say, here's my opinion on abortion. I say, well, here's mine. But we completely agree. Yes, Virginia did that. Yes, Colorado did that. Because we actually checked the facts. Now, my friends, I want you to bask in the glory that is the collapse of the news industry. Let me go through some of these tweets. Noah Goldberg, breaking news for the L.A. Times, says the L.A. Times newsroom today. What's missing? Uh, oh, boy. The newsroom is empty. They laid off a large portion of their workforce. What's missing? Uh, I don't know. Repo crews. Uh, how about uh, remodeling? You know, someone to remove all the garbage littered about the floor. Look at all that space. What's missing from the space? OK, let's see. Here's what we can do. First, let's talk about what shouldn't be there. Desks and computers and keyboards and all that stuff. Get rid of all that. Now you got a big open empty office space. Ooh, you know what would be more beneficial than a big open empty office space? How about a grilled cheese restaurant? And they only make grilled cheese. You ever been to one of those places? Oh, man, I'll take the grilled cheese. I want pepper jack, mustard, cheddar. I want bacon and tomatoes. Then, of course, maybe a salad or coleslaw on the side. Yes, this space could be dramatically improved if a man was selling grilled cheese sandwiches. No, I get it. 
What's missing? He wants me to say crackpot, far left, psychopath activists. Oh, I'm sorry. He means journalists. Yeah, nothing's missing. In fact, there's still garbage littering about. Now, this is the clip that's going viral. Taylor Lorenz, pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. Taylor, it's because you people are evil. It's because you are evil people. Can I can I play this clip for you guys? It's a minute, a minute long. We'll play some of it. Journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire DC bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors, the list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely shuttered their news operations. Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people. And oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not just digital media sites. Local news has been obliterated. The newspaper industry is cratering. Radio is essentially dead aside from NPR, which has been gutted. Meanwhile, and I I love that right there because that's completely wrong. Batya Unger-Sargon says, I can't get past this line. Radio is essentially dead aside from NPR. She says, talk radio is thriving. Eight in 10 Americans listen to the radio. But because the vast majority of talk radio is conservative and its audience is working class, it simply does not exist to leftist journalists. Amazing. Uh, hundreds of workers at Condé Nast, the parent company of pretty much every major magazine from GQ to Vogue to The New Yorker to Vanity Fair are on strike because they're also facing impending layoffs. Okay, I just love this so much. My boss is going to fire me because we don't make any money. I know. Let's go on strike. Dude, uh, I, these people are going to get laid off so quick. Even mainstream national media outlets owned by billionaires like the Washington Post, where I work, and the Atlantic, where I used to work, have done layoffs. If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalists' salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. I don't think people understand how bad the world would be without journalists. Oh, she's right. The world would be bad without journalists. Would you like to understand what the world would be like without journalists. All you have to do is take a look at the years 2013 until today. Oh, wait. The entire Trump era, we had no journalists. No, don't get me wrong. We had some. I was doing field reporting and ground journalism. You have uh, independent press. You have many conservative outlets were actually reporting truth. But these people in their world, they're like, what would the world be like without journalism? We experienced it when you lied about Russiagate. We experienced it when you lied about COVID. We experienced it when you lied about the economy. We experienced it when you lied about mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise. And you're saying, Tim, what are you you, you talking about? There was a story a year and a half ago. The the costs were were going up for food. Inflation was bad under Biden. So a restaurant said that they're spending $200 more per week on mayonnaise or something like that. It's been a while. These journalists, journalists, started claiming that the restaurant was lying. No one spends that much on mayonnaise. And I was like, what do you mean? It's a restaurant. What's their capacity? Their capacity was 250. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So 
you know, all the dips, all the sandwiches, they got to buy a bunch of mayonnaise. So I decided to do some journalism. Here's what happened. Because the narrative was bad for Joe Biden, quote unquote, journalists in the corporate press lied to people to make it seem like the restaurant owner was some Trump supporter trying to make Biden look bad. The true story was the restaurant owner was not a particularly political guy, didn't know what was going on and was asked by a reporter. And he said, yeah, we're spending more on mayonnaise. Inflation's up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He said they have to buy a bunch of these big tubs of mayonnaise for salad dressing, for sandwiches, for dips. And just because people will ask for mayonnaise for the fries or something like this. And he's like, yeah, we go through a lot. So if we're, he's like, if, if it's like 20 bucks for a thing of mayonnaise and we, we got to do 10 per week. Yeah, it's like, you know, the price goes up 20 bucks or whatever. Like we're going to be spending that much money. The media lied. They lied to drive a narrative to win political power. In this clip of Taylor, uh, from Taylor Lorenz, actually, there's a longer version of it. She says there is no such thing as objective journalism. Here's a test for you, my friends. If you want to know if you're dealing with a postmodernist or at the very least someone who is being brainwashed by postmodernists, ask them, do you believe in objective journalism or do you believe there is such a thing? Postmodernists and the people who have been brainwashed by them will say no, because they've never stopped to actually think about what the word objective means, what journalism is supposed to be. They are simply repeating a talking point, which is paradoxical or oxymoronic. They say, this is the game they play. There's no such thing as objective journalism because when you're watching something happen, you can't take your personal experiences out of the equation. So it's always going to be subjective. Lie. No different from them saying two plus two equals five. The difference is for most people to understand the idea of objective journalism, you have to actually have sat down and thought about the complex ideas around what journalism is supposed to do, what subjective and objective actually mean. When they come to you and they say two plus two equals five, did you know that? They're trying to shatter your mind and your worldview so you can't function properly. This is the rudimentary. This is the most extreme form of the there is no objective journalism. Objective reality exists. Math exists. Two plus two does not equal five. It equals four. They use a bunch of examples. Let me see if I can actually find one. Two plus two, five squares. This is one of the best arguments they use to manipulate people, calling it their proof of, uh, oh, this is so fantastic. Here we go. This guy, Kareem Carr says, look again, we talked about defining things, in this case, squares, and the combining them, in this case, placing them beside each other, and then counting before and after combining them. Does it seem fairer now that I could interpret this as saying two plus two equals five in this system? No, this is a postmodernist manipulation to trick you. But I love this argument because it is the easiest to uh, the, the it's one of the best arguments they've used to manipulate people. <clears throat> the image, as we can see, shows two squares then it says plus and two more squares equals. And you have f- you have a, four squares all bunched together. But when all four squares combine, it in it of itself becomes its own square. But that means five squares, right? One, two, three, four and five. 
two plus two equals five. This is how they trick people who are not smart enough to break down the nuances of what the argument actually is. You have to understand that each of these squares, the individual squares, are not two, but 2.25. Why? The top and left side of each square is a component when added up equals one. 0.25 plus 0.25 plus 0.25 plus 0.25. So it is not 2 plus 2. It is 2.25 plus 2.25. Now you get the point. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 2.5. Each of these. I'm sorry. You see, I ain't got the math wrong. The math is each square is 1.25. And the two squares together make 2.5. I'm going to back away from this now because the math is stupid, not part of the, the actual point. But the point I'm making is. When Lorenz says there's no such thing as objective journalism, there absolutely is. Objective means the, uh, uh, the, 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 the story follows an object, not a subject. You as an observer are talking about there, there, there's going to be a subject of the story, but objective, meaning you are not party to the story. Their argument is, yes, but let's say you grew up rich. Now your story is skewed in this way. Meaningless. I am an objective journalist. I go outside and I see a far left extremists, uh, extremist and a police officer, and they are fighting. As an objective journalist, I say the far left extremist threw a water bottle at the police officer. The police officer responded by striking the far left uh, extremist. The officer then arrested the extremist, put them in the back of a van, and they were taken away. Subjective journalism would be my friend was arguing with a cop. The cop got mad about something happening. I don't even know what. And started attacking my friend. Now, that's dishonest, subjective reporting. This is the argument they're making, that because you come from a class background, maybe you grew up where you you were friends with cops. So when you see the the protest happen, you say they were attacking police. That doesn't mean you're not you're not being objective or subjective. That doesn't, doesn't mean it's are you biased or unbiased? So they argue you can't be objective because white privilege or something like that. That's the manipulation. That's what people like Taylor Lorenz try to do to trick you into believing things that are false, like two plus two equaling equaling five. You say you grew up in a white cis heteronormative world that told you two plus two is five and you just believed them. And then my response is no. I take two objects like rocks. I put them next to two other objects like rocks. And then I have four rocks. But the word is meaningless. Is that the argument you're trying to make? I can say unit, unit plus unit, unit equals unit, 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 unit. I can abbreviate by saying two plus two equals four. This is the point of trying to convince people there's no objective journalism so that they can come to you and say, you don't really believe that migrant was the bad guy, right? You're ignoring colonial history. And you go, what does that mean? Well, the man you watched shoot that woman on the dock in San Francisco isn't really the bad guy because that was a response to white privilege. And if only you knew. See, that's not objective journalism. I'll give you an example. In Ferguson, during the riots, there were black people who were smashing up stores and stealing as much as they could. They even burned on a gas station. The left says, now hold on. You can't say that. That's that's racist. The reality is they were resisting colonialism. And these these people of color were fighting back against white cis heteronormative colonial patriarchy. Except at the same time, they were black men 
linking arms to protect stores. One of the craziest things about the Ferguson riots. And what happened is you get these leftists who write articles saying that the looting was actually a revolution. It was resistance. And I'm like, are you joking? Because there were also black people protecting the stores. The truth is black people lived there and some were looting and some were not. But they want to lie to you. That's the problem with the corporate press. The average person who watches MSNBC or CNN is being lied to. Kamala Harris is this interview where she's like, Donald Trump says that if he gets elected, he's going to weaponize the DOJ against us. He never said that. He never said that. They are actively weaponizing the DOJ right now against Trump. Any sane, rational person who pays attention to what's going on knows. But I'll tell you what you see with the corporate press. You've got people like Vosh. Vosh is not stupid. He knows exactly what he's doing. These are people who feel that there are too many stupid people and stupid people shouldn't be allowed to procreate. They should be convinced not to. They should be controlled. Many liberals believe this. The reason they don't admit it is because it would expose their intention to seize power and manipulate people for their gain. Then you have the more libertarian minded people where it's like it is what it is and the way it should be is just what people do. Yeah, there should be crime, you know, non-aggression and all that stuff. And I, I tend to be on the libertarian side. That is to say, you may engage in a practice I don't completely agree with and may think is a long-term detriment, but to varying degrees, I'm either willing to accept and tolerate it or oppose it. On the left, they say things like this. Let me, let, let me give you an example. Do you agree that Americans are too fat? Okay, well, Bloomberg said, okay, I'm going to tax sugary drinks so it's harder for you to buy them. Bloomberg said we should tax the poor. They don't know what they need or what, what's good for them, so we should do it for them and take from them. Tax the poor. In Bloomberg's system, poor people are taxed at a higher rate, and the wealthier you become, the lower your taxes go. It's actually, actually an interesting concept. I mean, it really is from a liberal perspective. Poor people will live a lot better if the government mandates they have to do what the government tells them to do. No more ho-hos and ding-dongs. No, you're going to eat salad. It's cheaper anyway. No more large sugary drinks, drink water. And the government's going to make you do it because the things you're doing are destroying your life. I live in the meritocratic world. Uh, I, I, have, I, I take issue with the how taxes are done. I don't take issue with the concept of taxation. But my view is, uh, yeah, we don't tax the poor. We let individuals choose how they want to live. And then if they want to eat ho-hos and ding-dongs and starve themselves to death, they do. We will encourage them not to, but it's their choice. And then you get to the more extreme moral lines where the far left wants to sterilize their children. Well, the argument tends to be from the right that if you want to sterilize yourself and as an adult, go ahead and do so. But kids are innocent. The way the liberals view this, and I mean the ones in the know, not the default liberals who are too stupid, is that there are a lot of stupid people doing stupid things, eating bad food, having lots of babies. We don't want a future like that. So we should trick them into doing what we think is right because we're smarter than they are. You want to live in that world? By all means. And that's why these journalists exist the way they do. And if you are, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are on the right, you're probably thinking, let people live and the decentralized process will result in the cream rising to the top. So I say, my friends, good riddance to the narrative machine and the propaganda and its collapse. Sorry, Taylor, the world you grew up in. Guess what? I came up in the same reality, came up in digital media, worked for Vice Infusion. I did contract work for, for uh, some other entities. And I saw the writing on the wall and I had no, no trouble escaping and building a new company.
So whinge all you want. Good riddance. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. Extremely graphic images, AI generated of Taylor Swift, are going viral on social media. And Swifties, the big fans of Taylor Swift, are doing everything they can to mass report these images and get them taken down. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, when I first saw this story, people were posting about, I'm, I'm going to keep it family friendly. I'm not going to go into great detail. I do have images. I have them pulled up. They will be blurred. but uh, So you won't be able to see anything. But I will show you the tweets do exist. And uh, I saw someone post about what it was. I'm seeing all these people say, I can't share this stuff. This is what blew my mind. I'm like, what AI service are they using that allows them to make graphic adult content? Listen, I want to I make sure you all understand. I am not talking about, there are some images you might find where it's like Taylor's bent over and like a creepy way with a bunch of guys around her. No, there's actual images of like, woo, wow. Like full exposure, men doing things, you know, it exists. This is wild. I think it's wrong. I think it's gross. I guess people are going to do it. And I get that with AI. I don't think there's anything that can be done to stop it. Now, if there is anybody who could bring about something that would cause this to change, it'd be Taylor Swift. It is, it is, man, this is a crazy story. It really, really is. Fury, as extremely graphic AI pictures of Taylor Swift go viral and outraged fans call out image makers for harassment and predatory behavior. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. The issue here is the ubiquity of these AI services, the ease at which the image can, image can be produced. I was thinking about this, like, what if someone drew a picture of a celebrity engaged in these behaviors and then posted it online? People would be like, oh, come on, dude, what are you doing? Some people are going to like it a lot. But now that anybody can just type in a word and press enter and the AI will make it, there is nothing you can do to stop this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They say this season, Swift adopted the Chiefs as her NFL team, and she began dating star player Travis Kelsey. The new images show Swift in various sexualized poses. It's not clear where the images originated from. On Thursday morning, Taylor Swift AI was a trending topic on X, formerly known as Twitter. And uh, I want to give a shout out to all the Swifties who are mass reporting and taking these things down. I'll tell you why. Look, I know there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna say free speech. Yeah, I don't think you, I think porn should be banned on, on, on X. I, here's, here's the way it should operate. If you go to a social media platform and you want to be able to see adult content, you should have to be logged in, proving how old you are. There's a lot of people that say, Tim wants Nikki Haley and wants to get your IDs. Uh, yeah, if you want to look at porn. Otherwise, you're fine. You can go out into public and go to any bookstore you want. You don't need an ID. Ain't nobody got to check and see who you are. You want to go to the adult bookstore. They're going to check your ID. Why? Because we don't want kids going into adult bookstores. That's simple, right? That means on X, we get a multifaceted operation -y. It means if you want to browse the website totally normally, you don't need an ID or anything like that. 
But if you want to look at adult content, you got to prove how old you are. Because we don't want kids gambling. We don't want kids getting tattoos. We don't want kids getting sex changes. We don't want kids looking at adult content. It's a weird argument, too, that people have. Because I'll, I put out these books, like Genderqueer, and I'm like, these are inappropriate for kids. And people are like, I agree. And then I'm like, also, they shouldn't be able to see it on Twitter as well. Well, hold on there a minute. We shouldn't have to give our IDs to go on Twitter. Do you want to keep kids safe from graphic adult content? So for that reason, this should be totally removed. And the Swifties who are going in there and getting it taken down are doing the Lord's work. Now, some people may say I have a right to see AI generated graphic images. I would argue this is now you're getting into the into area of property rights, intellectual property rights. And I'd say this violates Taylor Swift's intellectual property rights. Some might argue it's satire and parody. Okay, it is transformative. We got ourselves a heck of a doozy right here. You can make the argument about IDs and all the stuff. But if someone's monetizing this, now they're in violation of property rights. I wonder if it's defamatory. I wonder if it may be defamation per se. Because these are AI images meant to simulate real life. And some people may actually believe they're real. This is I, I have no idea how you approach this stuff legally. It's one thing when someone makes art that's clearly art, not a real image. It's another thing when someone can generate. Now, now these images, I got to tell you, they're obviously AI generated. Yo, a couple of them. A lot of what they're talking about with the chiefs, these these photos are adult content, but not many of them are not overly graphic. They're just really like, come on, we know what's going on in these photos. Some of them that I've seen are like, you can see full frontal. And like Taylor Swift is doing adult things to men. Dad, it's, it's wild. I, this is crazy stuff. They say, according to an analysis by an independent researcher, Genevieve O, that was that was shared with the AP in December, more than 143,000 new deepfake videos were posted online this year, which surpasses every other year combined. How is this not considered? Here's one user. How is it not considered sexual assault? I can't be the only one who is finding this weird and uncomfortable. We are talking about the body and the face of a woman being used for something she probably would never allow. Feel comfortable. How are, how are there no regulation laws preventing this? I don't know how you regulate this. I got to be honest. What What is the law? You can't make artistic depictions of a person. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand these are obscene, offensive. Perhaps there is a civil tort violation. Perhaps there is copyright infringement. Perhaps there is def defamation. But then you'd have to prove that they were intentionally trying to deceive people into thinking it was a real thing. If someone produces that, I mean, here's the challenge. Anyone can make this anonymously and share it and it goes viral. So what are you going to do? I've, I, I don't know what you're going to do. Non-consensual deep fake porn is illegal in Texas, Minnesota, New York, Virginia, Hawaii, Georgia, Illinois, and California. Victims can sue the creators in court for defamation. That means it's not illegal. It's a civil tort. That means you defamed them. That's what I was saying. Quote, I'm going to need the entirety of the adult Swifty community to log into Twitter, search the term Taylor Swift AI, click the media tab and report every single AI generated pornographic photo of Taylor they can. They can see because I'm effing done with this BS. Get it together, Elon. One enraged Swift fan wrote. I do believe it shouldn't be there. I understand Taylor Swift fans are offended by it. It should be not. It should not be there because it's porn and that shouldn't be available to children. I'm going to activate the blur extension and I'm going to go ahead and uh, hope that it works. Here's one page. Uh, this is 
This guy, Lord Nate, saying we are loving the AI more than Taylor Swift herself. Uh, these images that I've chosen that are blurred, I, I can explain um, because they are the least graphic of the graphic images. These ones don't show um, full scale adult activity. These are just lewd positions. The first image is Taylor Swift on the ground with a bunch of men behind her and she's naked. The next one is her bent over naked with men behind her. Many, you know, maybe some of you have seen these before. One of them has a uh, Taylor bent over a railing. You can't really you, like I'm not going to explain what these images are. You can't see them, but uh, they exist. They're on the platform and uh, uh, I think they should be removed. Advocates and some legal experts are also calling for federal regulation that can provide uniform protections across the country and send a strong message to uh, to current and would be perpetrators. The problem with deepfakes isn't new. But experts say it's getting worse as the technology to produce it becomes more available and easier to use. I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do. A 12 year old kid in Guatemala can type into a computer, make this and post it. And we can try to play the game of whack-a-mole to remove it. The only answer here, I suppose, would be AI detection technology to try and seek out these things and remove them. But I got to be honest, I do not know how you will solve for this problem. Taylor Swift, she's not the only one targeted by this. It's just that because she is probably one of the most famous people in the world, that her fans are bringing attention to it and they're putting a stop to it. But there are whole websites dedicated to, you name it, any celebrity, any personality. People are making this stuff and it's everywhere. I suppose the only issue here is that they put it on X and then it generated a bunch of, I don't know, buzz. They say in June 2023, the FBI warned it, w- it was continuing to receive reports from victims both minors and adults, whose photos or videos were used to create explicit content that was shared online. In addition to the states with laws already in the books, other states are considering their own legislation, including New Jersey, where a bill is currently in the works to ban deepfake porn and impose penalties, either jail time, a fine or both, on those who spread it. Joe Biden signed an executive order in October that, among other things, called for barring the use of generative AI to produce child abuse material or non-consensual intimate imagery of real individuals. The order also directs the federal government to issue guidance to label and watermark AI generated content to help differentiate between authentic and materials made by software. Yeah, but come on. Some argue for caution. The ACLU, the EFF and the, uh, and the Media Coalition saying that careful consideration is needed to avoid proposals that may run afoul of the First Amendment. Some concerns about abusive deepfakes can be addressed under existing cyber harassment laws. Whether federal or state, there must be substantial conversation and stakeholder input to ensure any bill is not overbroad and addresses the stated problem. I don't have an easy solution for you guys. Because people are going to cry free speech. I feel like this will go to the Supreme Court. And someone will make the argument they're allowed to create art. That's what they're going to call it. I don't know. And, and I suppose the legal argument right now, the precedent is going to be as long as you're not monetizing it. We'll see. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 6 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all then. Perhaps still the most important story today and the most important story in a long time in the United States is the feud between Texas and the federal government. Texas is now escalating the conflict by offering ranchers razor wire themselves. My friends, I mean, we're we're at the door of militia conscription, essentially. The government calling upon men to defend their borders. This is getting wild. Texas escalates feud 
with federal government telling ranchers SCOTUS ruling on razor wire not final, offering to give ranchers razor wire as migrants are now sneaking into U.S. through private property. This is the Texas government approaching private citizens and saying, will you assist in the protection of your great state? We are. Yo, these guys are already armed. We are like this is the this is like the beginning of forming a militia to join to up against the federal government. Man. Texas ups the ante again, looking for ways to expand its use of razor wire, this time on private property after the Supreme Court ruling. Texas border czar Mike Banks told ranchers Wednesday the state could install razor wire on their property free of charge. The state official told a packed room of ranchers who met just outside of Eagle Pass. This comes after the Supreme Court of the United States ruled Monday that U.S. Border Patrol agents who report to President Joe Biden could cut through the razor wire if they deemed it necessary. The barrier has put in place by order of Republican Governor Greg Abbott. In the past, federal agents have cut it when they believed migrants were in danger of drowning in the river that separates Texas from Mexico. Now, I'm going to stop you right there and ask, where's Mexico's responsibility in this? They're just letting. How about Mexico put up razor wire on their side to stop people from walking from Mexico into the river? Why is what, what is this sick game where it's our responsibility to help people who are being reckless? It's getting wild. Very, very wild. Apparently, they'd released uh, dam water or something. The river was raging. There's video of a guy getting stuck. The razor wire is deployed in multiple cities and areas of the Texas border, including Eagle Pass. With just 20,000 residents, the town has become a major hotspot for migrants since President Joe Biden took office in 2021. Currently, the second busiest spot along the southern border behind Lukeville, Arizona. The tiny town has also become a political flashpoint. About two weeks ago, the Lone Star State took control of Shelby Park, owned by the city of Eagle Pass, claiming the move was necessary since it is a popular place for illegal immigrants to cross into the country and then claim asylum, for which they're lying, by the way, a move that would almost ensure their release into the U.S. while their case is heard in court. They give them cell phones. They give them cash. They give them free rides. Border patrol agents are committing. Now, now I got to I got to push back here a little bit on Greg Abbott. They say by order of Governor Abbott, border patrol agents were kicked out of the park, setting up a showdown between Abbott and the Biden administration over who has authority to secure the border. I can respect a light touch. Guys, get out. But hold on there a minute. You do not want to see a governor, Tim Pool, because I, I, I don't want office. I don't want to be in office. But I tell you what I would do. I would instruct my law enforcement to arrest. I would personally, personally go down with sheriff's troopers and National Guard would form a, a perimeter around the Border Patrol agents who are engaged in human smuggling operations. And I would say, gentlemen, on your knees, drop your weapons, place your hands on your head. I'd look to my law enforcement and say, take care of the rest. Now, perhaps my order is not the appropriate. I'd say hands up on your knees, whatever the order is. I would personally instruct these CBP agents who are engaged in human smuggling operations and then I'd ask law enforcement to handle the rest. But I'm not going to ask anybody to do anything I would not be willing to do myself. I believe these men should have been arrested on the spot. I believe that as soon as Texas made clear it is illegal to cross the border and facilitate illegal crossings, should have walked right up to those agents and said, gentlemen, 
As you know, it is a crime what you are doing. You are under arrest. Lock them up. No bond, no bail. Criminal charges, investigation, a jury of their peers. Let the federal government negotiate. Instead, well, to be fair, I can respect the light touch. As I said, he just said, guys, you got to leave. I actually take issue with that. Why? Because they have a badge. They're allowed to walk away after being engaged in human smuggling operations. Could you imagine that? Coming across cops robbing a bank and you go, put the money down and leave and I'll let you go. Is that a joke? The feds have warned Texas that only the federal government has the authority to enforce immigration law and that the, and that the Department of Justice is exploring all options to force Texas to let Border Patrol agents do their job. Abbott's takeover of Shelby Park has also had other unintended consequences. Oh, really? Instead of having migrants surrender to Border Patrol agent in the giant open space of a public park, asylum seekers, criminal aliens are mostly avoiding the area. I'm not playing your sick games, Daily Mail. They have moved north and south of the park, illegally crossing into the U.S. through the ranches and other property that's on the border. Now they're on my property. Luis Valderrama, who owns a 400 acre ranch west of Eagle Pass, said, they don't mention he said that, since the state took over the park, Valderrama is seeing groups of migrants as large as 200 people come onto his land every day since it sits directly on the international border. It's unknown how many ranchers took Texas up on their offer to provide free razor wire. He's now given Border Patrol agents access to his land so they can arrest the migrants. But that's not what they're doing. I'm going to tell you this, Louis, Louis, do not think, do not think that I or anyone else is going to give you a free pass for aiding and abetting human smugglers. You're letting CBP agents onto your property. Why? So they can bring these guys into the country illegally. That's what you're doing. These people who are entering illegally are getting assistance as they commit crimes. You're lucky Texas offered to give you razor wire to make it stop. Okay. The light approach using sugar instead of vinegar. Hey there, mister. I see you're letting human smugglers operate on your land. CBP. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to install razor wire free of charge and you will stop working with human smugglers. I think that's a fair deal. It's a fine deal. And if this man says no and wants to continue working with human smugglers, we arrest him too. criminal charges, aiding and abetting a human smuggling operation, granting access to your property, your assets, your resources to facilitate human smuggling. Why, that sounds like a crime, good sir. But of course, you can make the argument. I'm trying to make it stop. Fair point. Then we'll put that razor wire up for you. No problem. No charge. No charge to you. Most migrants on his land are caught, but sometimes they'll run away from Border Patrol, becoming gotaways. Migrants, the Border Patrol knows, made illegal entry into the U.S., but did not get arrested. Since October 1st, at least 96,000 gotaways have crossed the southern border. I have an eight-foot fence at the very top. I have razor wire, Valderrama explained, of what measures he previously took on his own property to keep migrants out. He also previously allowed the Texas National Guard onto his property to add rows of concertina wire meant to keep migrants out. I respect that. Good job, sir. I'm watching these migrants cross and I'm like, wait till they come across. They're not going to know what to do. Nah, they'll come up and they'll just hop over it like, like, like deer. I couldn't believe it. So he turned down the state's latest offer for add, uh, to, for add more wire. There's nothing you really do. If migrants know when they get across and they turn themselves in, they're just going to get processed and released. There's no stopping them. The rancher and retired Border Patrol agent said, 
Well, perhaps you should stop working with CBP and bar them from your property. I think the problem here is the Biden administration, Arizona, they arrested a guy for defending his property. Look, man, the National Guard, I believe, should forcefully enter his property. I really do. We have an invading force. If this guy's not going to uh, assist Texas National Guard in defending it, then they should say, then we're going onto your property. We're not going to seize your property, we're not going to own your property, but we are going to stop these people from using your property to illegally enter the country. Speaking to ranchers, Texas Congressman Chip Roy, whose district is just hours away from the border, admitted the fight over Shelby Park really isn't about Shelby Park. Part of it, though, for the governor is to pick the fights and have a legal fight. Part of it is to demonstrate that Texas is going to do what it needs to do. So part of it was a strategy to say, we're going to grab that land and we're going to have that fight. Well, Valderrama isn't happy with the state of Texas for making migrant crossings the problem of private citizens. He also thinks the Biden administration isn't doing its job. If the federal government isn't going to do it, someone has to do it. When asked how or when the state versus federal government standoff would end, he said when there's a new president. Is that what you think? Things are getting hot, man. This is basically an effort by Texas to conscript, in a manner of speaking, private citizens to assist in the securing of the border. Let's make this as very simple as possible. The federal government is derelict in its duty in violation of its oath. They are not sending forces to defend states from invasion. So the state has taken it upon himself to fulfill the role the federal government has failed to do and is asking private citizens to lend a hand in securing the border. We are at the militia phase of the arms race. There's many people have pointed out Biden's probably going to take the approach of blathering. Big talk and no action, legal, legal stuff. I agree. I hope so, too. I hope this doesn't escalate. But I think you got to have this guy's property secure, too. Look, to to respect to the with all due respect to this guy, he deserves to have his his, his property protected. I think Texas National Guard should help. I'll leave it there. Next segment is coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at YouTube.com slash Timcast IRL. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.